Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Break. I'm Franklin Taggart. This is my coffee. Grab your beverage and let's uh, let's have a break together. Um, the thing that's on my mind today is uh, I was talking with a person earlier, interviewing for a podcast uh, that's going to be coming up in a week or so. And the question that came to my mind was, "What would you do differently if you were starting over again?" <laughs> and I had to ask myself the same question, and it, it, I was thinking about a couple of things. Um, particularly like when I started, um, when I started blogging, uh, the landscape was completely different. Um, back then there were like maybe, I don't know, 19 million blogs and there was a blog reader. Google had a blog reader and there were other blog readers that, you know, you could load all of your blogs into and read. Now there's one blog reader and there are hundreds of millions of blogs. And it's like, it's a whole different landscape. So it's like comparing apples to oranges almost. Uh, the only thing that would be the same is that blogging would be the thing that I would be doing. But I was thinking about that. You know, I started blogging, gosh, I don't know. I think the first blogs that I wrote were around 2006. And um, and then I, I started really writing a lot more blogs uh, in 2008, 2009, 2010, when I was sick. At one point, I was, I was writing for 17 different blogs uh, at the height of it, and that was early 2010. And they were just, each one of the blogs was like one special interest area of mine. Like one was, uh, one was like comfort food recipes. One was, uh, gosh, one was the, the most successful one was about uh, home recording equipment. And I remember that, uh, that was the only one that I ever had the ability to sell because it had some value to a competitor. They wanted to buy my mailing list. Um, so in any case, the thing that was really interesting to me is like that the landscape back then for blogging was really pretty easy. It's like you would post a blog and people would read it and, you know, you could make money through advertising, you know, placing uh, Amazon Associates links and Google AdWords and do pretty well for yourself if you had the volume and the audience to go along with it. Well, today, it's a different story. If you start a blog today, it's not it's not the same kind of landscape. It's like, yes, you can still do Amazon Associates and you can still do Google AdWords, but they don't perform nearly as well and they don't pay as well as they once did. So it's like you have to have other ways of, of monetizing the blog, like maybe you know, doing some more um, like high-level affiliate marketing or uh, perhaps selling products and services and books of your own through your blog. But the way that you would approach a blog now is completely different than, than it was back then because we've got just a different set of circumstances. There's a lot more competition in the blog world. Um, like I said, we only have one reader that I'm aware of out in the world, and that's the Feedly reader. And I, if there are others, just let me know about them because I don't even, I don't even use them anymore. But the thing that's also interesting to me is that the other part of the landscape that's different is that there are just so many more um, consumption options for, for media. So when I first started blogging, YouTube had been around for about a year. Um, I wasn't into video at all. I, I didn't enjoy video. Um, the first online course that I did was, uh, I was asked to do it by, uh, an old website called monkeysee.com. And it was like, they just needed to have some, you know, very simple guitar lessons up there. And so, they did all the filming, they did all the editing, they did all of the work, and all I did was teach the lesson, and it was my, my course was online. 
but it's like now you've got to look at there are so many more media options that for a blog to do really really well it has to be you know it has to be exceptional so the thing that's really interesting is that I, I can't go back and say if I were starting over again today what would I do differently and and actually have that answer stick social media is another area it's like in 2009 when I joined Facebook you could you know you could reach all of your followers for one thing there wasn't a a horrible algorithm that kept you from you know reaching the the people who followed you and there were only a few options as far as the content was concerned it's like you there weren't you know there weren't live videos there weren't videos there weren't videos at all in facebook back then there were just photos and um um and text and it's like you had a couple of options and you use those options and you would share whatever food you were eating and whatever your kids were doing and whatever your animals were up to much the same as the, that you see today, but with a lot less um, targeted advertising, it's a whole different landscape. And so the, the practices that worked 10 years ago, largely don't work as well today if they work at all because everything's changed. So I can't take what I've, I can't take what I know now and say if I were starting over now, what would I do differently? Because even in the next year, in the next two years, five years, ten years, the landscape is going to be completely different again. And so I can't say for sure what is it going to look like. We're learning as we go. This is an evolving thing. This you know, this online realm especially is an evolving thing and business in general and life in general, we're trying to figure out how to integrate all this stuff. And I'm not sure that we're keeping up with it, quite honestly. It's like, maybe it's integrating us. We don't know. It's like, we are being assimilated. We are Borg, etc., etc. So what's really funny to me is that I, I, none of us are very good at predicting the future. Even the ones who are, you know, 5% accurate, uh, they're having a pretty good day. So we can't tell what's going to happen. So there's no way that we can take a, a lesson from the past and really apply it to the future because things are changing so rapidly. And the landscape that we're going to be living in even a week from now is not the same landscape that we're in right now. So the best that we can do is to be present, pay attention, and do the best that we can with the tools that we have. There are some things that change frequently. And then there are other things that don't change very much. What changes about, you know, what changes about life, maybe some of the tools that we have available to us, but the, the, the things that we do are similar. And I, I remember reading an article, or maybe it was a book several years ago. And in that article or book, they talked about how there were really only um, a finite number of tasks that humans do. And it was things like, um, humans, um, they grow, they, they have to, they have to grow food and raise food. They have to communicate. They have to, um, have, you know, they have to have shelter, et cetera, et cetera. So there were only like maybe eight categories of things that humans do. And all that technology has done is those eight things, making those eight things easier. <laughs> So what's really funny is those eight things are going to be staying the same. It's like if I'm going to have a business, the thing that I know is that I'm going to have to create a product or products and services. 
And I'm going to have to find ways to deliver those products and services. And I'm going to have to find ways to, to tell people about those products and services. So those, those tasks are similar, but the way we carry out those tasks are the things that are changing. All of that to say, I don't think it's really fair to, to, to say what I've learned and what I would do differently now because I honestly don't know. I think, oh, you know, let me just have a sip of coffee here. The thing that's really interesting to me is I don't even, I, you know, I have an idea of what I'm going to be doing next week. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have an idea, only an idea, and I've made a commitment to show up and try some things like... I know for a fact that I want to finish an online course this month. And so one of the tasks that's on my list is to get on the course software and set up the course so that I can release it and get it out into the world. That's the goal that I have. However, in the meantime, I may discover one or two things that will help me to make that course better or easier. And so I'll, I'll be learning something that I had no idea about even today that's going to help me next week. So show up and, and know what you know what kind of an outcome you're kind of shooting for. But understand that the way that you get to that outcome may change between now and the time that you reach it. Right? So those are my thoughts for today. And I appreciate you being here with the coffee break. I've been getting some lovely comments from people. Um, but just get out there and make things that matter and share them with people who matter to you. Have a great day. And tomorrow it's going to be um, uh, Sophie Zolman is going to be my guest on the Your Your Own Best Company podcast. Uh, I think you'll really love what she has to say. She's a feisty one and she's a great, uh, great businesswoman, great mentor. I think you're going to love her. So tomorrow, Sophie Zolman on Your Own Best Company. And I'll be back the following day with another coffee break. Thanks for being with me. See you later. <music>